Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. We're continuing the Elevation series and today I've got Kevin Wilkinson on the show. Kevin is a coach, hypnotherapist and entrepreneur. His passion is helping individuals lead a full and intentional life by cultivating positive habits around health, mindset, money and relationships. And Kevin has said that he believes life can be abundant in all areas. And in order to make that possible, we need to intentionally create it by design and not expect it to happen by default. So without further delay, I would love to welcome Kevin to the show. If in an opening conversation, then like a, a qualifying conversation, you would, you would ask... I would ask certain questions like, okay, you're going for this set goal. How on a scale of one to 10, how much do you want it? And is this a hundred percent within your control or is this goal that you're going for something mm-hmm. from that you want or that your parent wants or that your partner wants or society wants? Is this truly what it is that you want? You're, what you're doing there is checking for congruency. And then you're up front because this is um, what you would call contracting. And so you would be, I would, <laughs> I would be quite, not brutal, but like, okay, so we know that these, the reason why I ask you those questions is because there's going to be times when you're not going to do it. And there's going to be times when you're not going to, you're not going to want to, you're just going to fall back into yourself. You can expect people to fall off. So there's been, there's been times when what happens is, and that's what a lot of coaching is. Once you set out a plan and whatever, you're guiding, you're holding people accountable. Did you say what you said you were going to do? That's really what it is. Are you going to, you, did you put your money where your mouth is? And that, what that does is that person holding you accountable, and that could be one person, i.e. a coach, or it could be a group. I have a men's group as well, and they're fan- phenomenal at holding each other accountable. And because it's all men, there's, there's no, they just cut straight through it. They're straight talking. It's a safe environment still. Yeah. But if you're going to say something and then you say you've got to do this, then why, why haven't you done it? So those that, some of the ones that I've, I don't want to say failures, but those that didn't fulfill their potential or go for what they want is because they've quit because they decided that they didn't want to, whatever. There's a couple of things. It could be like going, there's a bit of shame around the old self yeah. Um, that's that the old self has, has kind of won, I guess, which is completely natural. And then there's also they just, I don't know, they didn't quite want the thing in the first place. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah. and it, when you're a young coach, when you're quite new, then you do try, you do, you can take that on board, but you can't. Ultimately, this is down to the individual. And if you're holding that um, intention and space for them, yeah. It's very, very much it's very much down to them you know it's as long as you know if you know that you've give all you can and support that person because it's very it's not a hand-holding exercise as such you're just there as that as that support and because what happens if you because again this is another coaching mistake <laughs> a lot of people do <laughs> overcompensate and want to drag people through do this start giving advice yeah. you should try this and try that that's that's not coaching this is what you're doing is get that's almost like mentorship or something that's something different right but then you're t- you're 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 giving them you're directing them you're so and what happens is you're taking the power away so that's all one of an example i can tell you where that's failed because i was actually i wanted that person to do so well so bad they had so much potential that i ended up and i could they were younger to me and i could see their path and maybe i saw a bit of me in them yeah and i was almost almost like that overbearing parent and it just 
you know oh. yeah so that's one of those uh that was one of those times so it's just one of those lessons that you you have to learn but accountability and trying to get much, uh, much accountability right from the start is key mm-hmm. to a successful coaching relationship for sure and it's obviously super challenging to, you know, em- embrace the process, whatever it is. And uh, like, I talk about process a lot because I feel like life is a process and we are trying to like grow and get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and like the fact that we need to understand, you know, we might not necessarily always be in this, in this moment and this place, which is really difficult. Um, what kind of advice would you give in terms of, you know, finding gratitude and and staying grateful in the process you know even though it might be a place where you know our current circumstances aren't serving us and they're not what we want them to be um so how do we stay grateful in the process while you know being fixated on like achieving many Mm. more goals sure okay I, I did a post about this actually and also the first of all the 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 process is actually the goal that's the thing. That's the first thing to realize. So the minute you decide I want something, on some degree you already have it because you, you're tuned into it. So therefore you, um, you've decided that I want this thing. So you, we create, as uh, there's a guy by the name of Dr. Joe Dispenza and he always talks about we create from our state of being. Now what I've taken that to mean is that in order to get that thing, you have to act and behave as that person that you would... Um, that would already have that thing. The behavior, for instance, somebody that's fit and healthy has a completely different set of habits or rituals than a person that isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? So therefore, that's the, that's my, my, that's my first point. So there are, it's so much harder to do though, right? Mm, I'm reading Joe's work because um, actually Matt has recommended me. So for the audience, um, Mm. Kevin is also part of the Alchemy Tribe, and I've got a lot of people on from the Alchemy Tribe that I'm interviewing. Mm. Um, and and Matt is the founder of it. But yeah, I, he's got me. He's got me started on like some basic meditation. But it's it's so much challenging. So what you're talking about is is yeah, stepping into that future version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sometimes it's just like over the head. Yeah, sure. No, I get that. No, I get that. And so. And this is going to lead me to my second part. So wherever there is challenge, there is always support. So what I mean by that is that there are, you know, like the the yin and yang. Mm. You you can't have one without the other. So any situation, any situation, there is something, someone, or that has, if if there's a challenge there, then at the same time, support exists now it's difficult to find it sometimes it is harder to find and other times it's easier to find but there could be that it could be a person it could be a thing it could even be yourself but there's always always something to be grateful for mm-hmm. that's the other thing now if you're struggling with um the challenges or what joe Dispenza says around your state of being okay so we did this other thing as well um i say we it's quite no matter what you want to call it, some people call it your higher self. In NLP or in coaching, they will call it associated and disassociated. And what I mean by that is you can imagine yourself sat on the sofa from the corner of your room and you're watching yourself have this conversation with me. So that would be super useful 
and then you're assessing what's going on. So if I was to offend you right now and you've had an emotional surge come up, then it's, it's a good idea and not in, rather than react from being fully associated in what I've said to be disassociated and view it from that, that um, they call it a third position or perception mm-hmm. or your higher self. So you can observe hmm, what's going on there. And then you, then you react from that space and then you come back down into and be fully associated again and then communicate your message. Vice versa as well. If you want to assess something and this is going really well and you want to em- embrace um, the full feeling or the emotion of something, then you would, you can assess it and come down to, to fully appreciate what it is that you're feeling. So it's this, it's, it's a kind of a, it's like a dance. And it, but the, the, for me, the trick is when you whenever there's an emotion, especially negative, then you can disassociate and observe what's going on. So you can then make a, a clear decision from your higher self. Is this two things is, is this my old programming or is there something else going on? So you can make a discerning rather than making a snap judgment from, from that space of like being fully associated. And the second thing is the second question to always ask is, is this whatever it is I'm doing when you can make that assessment is whatever it is I'm doing, is that going to serve my future self or is it going to hinder my future self? Mm. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. It, I, I suppose it's, it's one of those things. I think the more you obviously yeah, practice it and try and implement it, mm-hmm. um, the more it, it, it will stay with you and I guess become, become a, yeah. A, yeah, yeah. 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 So sometimes you can feel, oh, I'm not quite getting it. I'm frustrated. And then you, you've kind of lost that moment. Okay. Well, if, you're, if I wasn't, you come out and say, well, am I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm impatient. I'm like, come on, why is it not working today? It's not as good as yesterday. And you start yeah. making comparisons and all that type of stuff that goes on. And sometimes it's not meant to be. There's just, there's every single moment is that present moment and that present moment only. And mm. that whatever it is you're doing at that point in time, as long as you're doing it your best, then that's yeah. how it's meant to be. You may not have, sometimes I've had some amazing meditations and they're just like, I feel completely connected. I'm like, yes, I've got it. I've, yeah. cracked, I've cracked it <laughs> next, next day it's gone yeah i know <laughs> you're, I you're looking for it because you're in here you're looking you think you've got it you're looking for it and yeah. it's not that's not the case it's, you, true. It's, it's about it's about allowing and then again if you were to disassociate then you could see that there's always okay well i'm really struggling to find something ungrateful for at this point in time mm. you come out and have a look at you and in the in your situation and ask where the gratitude is you're bound you're bound to find something more we just that we sometimes we get we get too sort of narrow and closed in on ourselves true true and has there been if you can share with us maybe a challenging moment for you personally um where you have felt that you need to implement you know the things that you teach as a coach into your own life because i'm sure it's always that thing that um you know, it's so much easier to give advice to other people oh, yeah. and yeah, rather than yeah. implement it in yours. So yeah. has there been a moment for you where you've, you've really had to do that? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> My list is, you know, that's what I mean. I'm a human being. So yeah. uh, I, I, some, and I get I get quite animated as you can see. So, it, and because uh, my voice goes up and if I'm, animate if i'm irritated and animated i can look quite angry and it's quite uh, scary for some people so it's, um it's it's having to having to check yourself as well and like i said before that when you, if you 
another way of looking at that disassociation thing is asking yourself if you are your own best friend what advice would you give yourself there and then you know i love that question because it, it gets you to think again it gets you to step outside whatever your dramas that dramas is, that's going on but i've been caught up in some things with like business and some relationships and i've completely lost myself and it's not until i've looked back and think oh yeah I didn't do that then. But here's the thing. I think all we can do is, and this is why they call it a practice. This yeah. is why they call these things a, 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 like a, a regular practice. So unless, for instance, I meditate every day. But if I wasn't to meditate to, you know, three, four days, then I'd get through my day. Of course I would. But it, I can expect a, a struggle. Now, you could argue that I've made, I may have made that up or that is actually the case because I'm not as well rested or grounded as I, as I normally am. So um, mm. I think what happens is I think people think that, you know, anybody that does this kind of work or you do the work, there's an end result. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you've hit enlightenment <laughs> and stuff like that. Now that's fine. If you're a monk and you live up in the hills somewhere in Tibet and you haven't got the stresses of every, everyday life, but you try that when you're trying to drive through London or get in the tube. Or <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's a completely different proposition. I want to yeah. see, yeah, let me see how, uh, how Zen you can remain. I True. think for us or for the most of for the, us m mere mortals, it's the practice it's the back and forth and again that makes sense when you think about this world the equilibrium light and dark you know night and day yeah. all the pluses and minuses are made up is it's the whole and the minute we try to deny one for the other then that's when that's what the problem is because there is value in the challenge and there's value in the um um the support but it's the whole and then the um what my teacher calls uh, my spiritual teacher calls it the middle path so you can see you can see both sides but you're walking in the middle line is where you just you are you have that kind of equilibrium i guess yeah wow wow well it's been such a great chat i just want to kind of wind down by doing a quick rapid fire you've kind of answered this though so i'm I, what i wanted to ask was one thing you do every day because like mental health is something that i'm extremely interested in as well mm -hmm. and i think it's so important especially today um yeah. So one thing you specifically do every day for your own peace of mind. So is, uh, other than meditation, is there anything else that you... Yeah, sure. I mean, even if you don't like meditation, then there could be guided meditations or something else or just a moment of stillness. Mm -hmm. Journaling is a good, journaling is a good one. I yeah. actually, my, my routine is like I wake up and I look at the sun and it's kind of early. So stargazing, get that energy and some vitamin D into my... At the moment, I can, luckily enough, I can get it on my skin on my body as well in as in my eyes mm -hmm. um that's really key for me i, I find that uh, really beneficial um yeah. and then yeah it's very much i have a ritual then i meditate and then i might journal or write or read something because i have that's when i'm at my most creative so mm -hmm. i have a like a morning a morning ritual that sort of and i don't look at my phone first thing because that waking when from when you wake you're still in a kind of a lower brainwave state which means you're more susceptible to programming so therefore if you're conscious and intentional about what you put in your mind yeah first morning then it will set you up better you'll have a better chance of take having the day or creating the day that you want to create yeah i i, I by, by design that. and not default by design yeah. and not default, which is our thing yeah yeah no i i definitely that's one thing i'm not doing at the moment i am kind of happy to be alive for a second and then going for my phone yes yeah, yeah it's easy that's a habit it's so you don't even realize you've done it it's too late I know, I by the time know. you realize it's in your hand and you've scrolled down liked a few pictures yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I know it's awful. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. One, one piece of advice that you would you would give uh, the people who are listening to help to help us stay in a space of you know being our best self and and attracting abundance because I think so many people are are curious as to how we how we stay in that state of not necessarily an abundant life not necessarily just talking about uh, finances and money but just overall. Mm. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, life should be abundant in all areas. That's what we. That's all. Um, that's my belief. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that all comes again from your from your state of being. So, <clears throat> but without being, without making yourself guilty, what happens then when you fall off the wagon, or what happens when you're not doing something that you said that you were going to do, or you don't follow through on something, or you're not being that person? Do you beat yourself up? Are you, you know, how do you talk to yourself? It's yeah. about having that awareness of this. I think really and truly. Because I come from like a trading background and uh, not trading, but the investment background as well. And we're always talking about, it's easy making the money. It's mitigating the risk. You know, it's managing, it's, it's managing the losses that sustain the, sustain the success of any type of portfolio or something. And it's the same with this. Because you, again, you've got to get this oscillation back and forth, the positive, the want, the positive and, and negative, or the wanted and not wanted, or so say, because of the preference. However, if you can then start looking at your negatives for value as in and what i mean by value is lesson there what is it what there's something there i did or that didn't quite work what was the lesson what can i take into the next situation so Mm -hmm. you don't do it again so you're constant we're constantly learning we don't realize how far we evolve um even from like week to week so i would yeah so even if you can keep some sort of loose diary or journal and just to just to check in and then look back a month and see what's happened and see how you've reacted differently mm, yeah mm. no I think that's that's a great yeah, we forget we just forget we just think we're the same person but we're not yeah very true very true and last but not least you love being an entrepreneur because oh okay I love being an entrepreneur because of the freedom it gives me and also the creativity I get to bring things into the world that um weren't going to be brought into the world and just went through my own thing and I think that's we underplay it and that sounds like quite grandiose as I said I was like wow I don't even think I've said that before <laughs> it's it's, a, it's and but there's a truth every single one of us can create something in our own way and and share it with the world and yeah. uh, I think it's to be that's my creative outlet I think for me um, sometimes they create for me and other times creating for other people as well but I love being creative and even when you're in a bit of a bind or whatever because there's no you know I don't have the comfort zone over like a monthly paycheck or anything oh my god yeah. how am I gonna find this out? I just need to come up with something yeah it stimulates my mind so more so than freedom I would say is the creativity yeah yeah mm. I can definitely relate to that thank mm. you so much Kevin for taking time out for this oh it's ple- my pleasure that was fun that was a great chat and I look forward to, to keeping in touch and, and hearing about your endeavors and I'll definitely be tagging Kevin. So if you have any questions, you can directly reach out to him and yeah, I wish you the best with everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi Kevin. Thank you so much for being part of Unplug with Annie and being on the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. It's been a, it'll be an honor to speak with you. <laughs> um, so I want to talk to you a little bit about what, what it's like being a life coach and tell us about um, the living project as well. Okay. So yeah. All right. So um, I'm trained as a, um, a coach, life coach, uh, hypnotherapy as well. Um, 
And what I found over the, oh my God knows, how long have I been doing that? I've been doing that for about 15 years, 15, 16 years now. And what I found was, especially working with clients, and majority hypnotherapy clients, but coaching as well, that there'd be one area of their life that we'd be working on, but there'd be something else hindering them that has an effect on everything else. So let me give you an example. So I would, I used to speak with a lot of um, executives and uh, professional people, and they'd be very good at creating income or creating businesses, very powerful people, but you know, their relationships would be off or, you know, they'd be overweight or in bad health or any of those types of things. And what I found is those types of things always have an effect on the whole. So the Living Full Project is the culmination of that research and also my own journey as well. I was guilty of that because as well as I'm, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, I build businesses for other people. I'm also myself. I've had different ventures and I would fall foul to that type of thing as well. I'd be so focused on doing something in one area that I forget the others and not having that kind of balance. Now, it's not sort of a, a balance as far as like work life, but mm-hmm. there is a way of kind of monitoring those things so you don't go sort of, you know, months or years neglecting loved ones or neglecting your health or anything like that so we focus on uh, of course we focus on mindset we also just focus on money and and uh what else relationships Mm -hmm. and um and your health but from a physical aspect and a nutritional aspect as well and of course i'm not i'm not an expert in any of those areas in all of those areas I, i wouldn't like to use the word expert anyway but yeah. what we do is bring other people in to sort of give their knowledge and impart their wisdom. And then it's all underpinned by the sort of coaching models that, that I put in. So it's very much a, um, what, I've, what I found is that it's, there's very much of a community there. So you may come in as a, a relationship coach, but you might want some, some coaching around money or business or something else. So it's, kind of, it's quite a nice little community that we've, we're building there. Mm-hmm. In that sense, we can, some people are sort of, you know, swapping uh, skills and, uh, yeah. and knowledge and things like that as well. But um, in, on the whole, the Living Full Project is, that's what, they, that's what it does. So you have a, a kind of a cross section of uh, clients and coaches, but also because we're moving from a, we do do a lot of physical work, but because we're trying to put most of the stuff online on a digital platform and provide you know content from free right up to like high-end stuff then it's accessible to literally everybody across the world so that's the plan yeah that's amazing i mean i'm always really fascinated by coaching because i think Mm. um i think it, it really targets a lot of habits that we develop as like kids which never kind of leave us um and i always feel like there's certain things that we certain things develop that you don't even realize you're developing but but we we see the impact much later on um so how how do you i mean as a coach i know like this is part of the process but then how do we begin if you could share with us to make changes like in our life today that you know that we might think are impossible to change because a Mm. lot of people it's like that thing in relationships where we you know we have this expectation of even partners or or like even in friendships like we want other people to change but actually it's much um easier said than done if you like so so how how do we begin to make those changes if you could give us some insight okay well okay let me uh let me 
there is um the first thing to do is that your reality is is basically almost like if you treat your reality as a feedback mechanism so there's always value to be taken from the your environment around you from the people you know why is that person angry or better still why is that person really annoying me most of the time <laughs> you'll find that there's something that you need to learn um from yourself you know so someone there's a part of yourself that you're denying in that other in that other person not always but for the majority of the time there is always value in your immediate environment so if you want this there's something that you're not particularly happy with that mm -hmm. means you've got some sort of awareness around it and now you've got that awareness then the question is and this is where we don't we just don't do this sort of thing we want to we want to just ask or put it out there. And it sounds a bit woo-woo or airy-fairy, but the science behind it is quite simple. Our brain, we are 95% of what we do most of the time is habitual. So therefore, we are going to repeat the same thing over and over again. Our body is just, we just go and do that thing. And that means that only gives us 5% to play with. However, if you've asked, like, okay, well, I really don't like this type of thing. I want to change something. You need to, just changing isn't, wanting the change isn't enough. It's actually wanting, you have to define it. Take the time to think about the thing that is, that you do want. And let's not be precious about it or whatever. Not, and it can't come from a space of lack. But what happens is you will, your brain will start searching for those things that you say that you want. If you take the time to sort of sit and think about that, how your life would be when that, with that said thing that you want um, or that change that you want to have for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, start, things start dropping in. We call them synchronicities, but they're not. They're, they're things that we've got, there's so much information out there. That's, that is why our brain just works on habit, because we'd just be overwhelmed otherwise. It's just, but what you're doing is quite literally just tuning in to something else that you do want. So that's, that's the first point. What will normally happen after that is that you will come in, run into people, uh, friends or new friends mentors teachers coaches or whatever that may be able to guide you on that path as well to to where it is that you want so it's important one of my things is i don't think we can do all this stuff by ourselves and neither neither are we meant to um yeah there can be groups that you can go to there you know there's books youtube i remember when i was having a um when i how i first got into this business was I was having a terrible time. I was always getting building businesses up and then getting, you know, getting ripped off and things would just fall flat and then I'd be depressed. There was like a cycle there. And I was like, right, I'm enough. And I was in that kind of that low. No, I wanted a change. And then um, I, I, by chance, if you will, ran into somebody who um, said, oh, I'm doing some coaching and um, I've just come back from Ireland. You can do some time with me if you like. I just want to keep my hours up and keep my hand in. So, yeah sure I'd love that so I started to do some work with him then I was like okay I'm really enjoying this I'm really benefiting from it and so I found some stuff on YouTube the university of YouTube I call it started consuming as much content as I could and all of a sudden I'm what I'm consuming and what I'm doing is completely different to what I was doing prior now it doesn't mean that mine there was an instant fix however I'm, I'm you could you could say that you are a different person because you, you, you are living in, slightly, in a slightly different reality and it mm -hmm. takes time to just sort of change, change the things. But that all came from having the awareness of something that you didn't want and wanting to make that change. And it's always, always possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how, how do you find, because obviously you, you, you then be working with a whole bunch of different people and 
um, it often involves like taking on board other people's stresses, I guess, if you like. Mm. Um, how do you prevent yourself or, you know, not prevent yourself from carrying and taking away another person's stress on your shoulders as a sure. coach? Well, yeah, I get that because we're all energy beings. I mean, as coaching, it's slightly different to like counseling. Uh, I mean, in my hypnotherapy, we used to have um, regular meetups. So I'd have a, a mentor that I would speak to and offload anything that I needed to with him. So literally once a, I think it was once a fortnight, I'd have to see someone uh, like a tutorial and then we'd offload any case studies or anything like that anything that was bothering us we were allowed to we would um, share that in that space that's um that was one of the useful tips i really found useful but also it's um uh, with some of the stuff i do you can also work content free and especially with co with coaching you know okay i'm here Mm -hmm. Now, if, is there any value in going back and, and bringing that stuff up? And because that person's already in that kind of angst or pain anyway. For me, I tend not to. I, go, I get a kind of idea. I get an understanding. This is why I'm like this. If I'm doing that coaching work, in spe specifically coaching work, then it's about I'm here. I want to get to here. Here are the potentials, um, obstacles. And here are, here's a kind of path that I want to get to. And then we, we navigate those in tiniest of little steps as we go on. Um, but also, sometimes you have to work with people's energy and um, mm. you, have to, you have to delve back into the past and um, they bring up some traumas or whatever. And um, it's not, it's, you know, transformation is definitely not, <laughs> or sweetness, sweetness and light is very uncomfortable and you get those tears and whatever but I think two things first of all you are I prepare myself and have the intention for that person that regardless of what shows up we're going forward well yeah. we're going forward so even though you see you know you've had tears you know ugly crying <laughs> I see you get that you see that person kind of reliving that that stuff almost like it's happening to him right here and now in my in my in the session mm -hmm. but there's also a sort of there's an element of beauty in there where you realize that like I said before that they are doing that with a purpose they're doing that with a purpose to to go forward so it's okay to take a little step back and feel those things and because you may be able to use that as value going forward and think okay well there's something that can potentially trip us up here go when i go for this thing because what happens whenever you go for something then your old self will fight you for it you know there's mm -hmm. so um that you want to keep you stuck um the other thing about protecting myself and like is is the intention that i'm doing that person good yeah and not and so therefore it won't um it doesn't have an impact on on me directly mm -hmm. at all I, I find that quite i find that quite easily because my i always set my sessions up even but for for instance even when we're having a conversation i i'll ground myself first you yeah. know i'm sort of i'm quickly have a minute a minute of um silence a minute of calm I might burn an incense, light a candle or something that just lets me know that I'm going into this trans, trans uh, conversation with you fully present, you know, trying to work out, I've try and tune into you a little. This sounds like, again, woo woo, but I'm trying to tune into you. Just get your, get your energy, see where you're at. And then, uh, then we have the call and then we have all, then we have the session, whatever that is. And um, it's just being a bit more intentional around it, you know? So you, and again, finally, I picture in my mind that, 
this is going to be a great podcast or this is going to be a great session. Do you see what I mean? So, um, yeah. Yeah. the intention behind it is, is, is that strong that anything that comes up otherwise is for me is obviously there to serve the end result that I, I've set in mind. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, has there ever been instances where you are working with a client and perhaps the client's expectations of, of maybe having an expected ba- breakthrough or being able to instantly implement certain changes um, have not happened as you have hoped for? And in, in those kind of cases, um, what is there like a common theme of what, what holds people back to achieving what you want them to achieve? And that was the end of another episode on the Elevation series. I'm super excited about next Sunday. Do stay tuned. And for all updates regarding the podcast Unplug with Annie, do follow and like the page Unplug with Annie on Instagram and Facebook. We're now on 10 platforms, including Spotify, Anchor and iTunes.